Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Love Your Existence podcast. This is Bryn. I just want to start off by saying that I'm grateful for the support that has already been coming my way from this podcast. I'm so grateful for all of you that take the time to listen. So this episode is all about shadow work, and unfortunately, I find it hard to share my really personal experiences with it on here, so a lot of it's going to be advice. I will go into a little bit with my experience. It's just hard because shadow work really gets down to the root causes of everything, and, you know, that can result from my childhood and my family, and and I just don't feel comfortable speaking too deeply on that. But I thought I would start by just talking a little bit about my day, and I've been having lots of problems with my computer lately, and I was actually really concerned on how I was going to get my schoolwork done, and how I was even going to be able to record the podcast, but I did go and get it fixed today, and normally I feel just like super overwhelmed and anxious about things like this because you just don't know the unknown, like it can be scary, but I got in my car and I was like, today is going to be a good day, like today is a good day, and when I got to the computer repair shop, he... Fixed it, like, pretty much right away. I was like, that's awesome. Like, thank you so much. And then he's like, you're awesome. And I just, like, kind of took a step back in my head. I was just like, I know. Like, that was, like, the first time ever I've been, like, somebody's complimented me. And I've just been like, yeah, like, I know. And not, like, in a egotistical, narcissistic way, but just, like knowing my own worth and recognizing that and just knowing that I don't need validation from anybody else because, like, I already know that. So I didn't need... He didn't have to say that for me to already know that, if that makes sense. (laughs) But yeah, so I think you're all awesome. I hope that who's ever listening uh, feels that way about themselves because it's definitely a journey And something that needs to be worked on every single day. But I hope you can recognize that within yourself. But let's just jump on in and get into shadow work. So I wanted to start this episode by talking about psychologist, psychiatrist, psychoanalyst Carl Jung. If you are wondering, yes, I'm a psychology student. Uh, So this stuff is interesting to me, but I'm aware that it's probably not interesting to everybody else listening. So I'm going to keep this background on him very, very, very short. I honestly just wanted to touch on it because he did come up with the concept of, you know, the shadow, our shadow self. Uh, So I thought I should say something about him. So Carl Jung was really interested in making sense of the unconscious. And you've all probably taken the Myers-Briggs test, which is based on Jung's ideas about people's personalities. So that's kind of cool. He was a very 
knowledgeable dude. Very educated on mythology, religion, philosophy. Very knowledgeable in the symbolism of complex mystical traditions, such as alchemy. Many more I cannot pronounce. Uh, similar traditions, such as Hinduism, Buddhism. And he could, like, read Sanskrit. So, like, very freaking intelligent dude, obviously. Eventually, in his life, he started having crazy dreams and visions. And basically, he was afraid that he was becoming psychotic and crazy. And many critics have suggested that he was actually very ill, which is, you know, very sad. Young said, If you want to understand the jungle... You cannot be content just to sail back and forth near the shore. You've got to get into it no matter how strange and frightening it might seem. Which I thought really pertained to this episode too as we delve into shadow work. I'm going to give you guys some tips on it. Just my experience with it. I just want to kind of put it all out there. Especially if you're new to starting shadow work. I think you could really benefit from listening to this. And then so Jung's theory divides the psyche into three parts. So the ego, the unconscious mind, personal unconscious, which is not presently conscious, but can be, you can pull it from your memory. And then he added the collective unconscious. And the collective unconscious is going to influence our experiences and behaviors. So there are some experiences that show the effects of the collective unconscious more clearly than others. So like the experiences of love at first sight or deja vu or near-death experiences. So many people have experienced those things in like such similar ways and I think it just goes with the whole idea that we're all connected. Uh, We're all connected to the universe which I personally believe in. So I thought that was very, very cool. And then so the contents of the collective unconscious are called archetypes. And an archetype is an unlearned tendency to experience things in a certain way. So one of the most or more important archetypes is the shadow, which is going to represent our concerns with our own dark side. So Young stated that the shadow is to be the unknown dark side of the personality. And so according to Young, the shadow in being instinctive and irrational is prone to psychological problems in which a perceived personal inferiority is recognized as a perceived moral deficiency in someone else, which... That may have sounded complicated, but we'll definitely get into that and you'll definitely understand it by the end of this episode. And I did just want to throw this in because I don't know who's listening and I don't want any of this to be taken like out of context or in the wrong way. 
because a lot of Carl Jung's work was criticized for being too fantasy-like and, you know, other things like, oh, people would just turn to him to get these complex ideologies that pretend to explain everything and that's not really what I'm saying at all. I think take everything with a grain of salt. You know, I shared these things because I find them interesting. I found some common ground with some of the things he has said that I personally believe in, but these are just theories at the end of the day. But maybe we can actually learn something from them. And there are so many other psychologists that, you know, have amazing theories that I do love and some of them that I don't necessarily agree with. And, you know, that's fine. And if I can, I will be linking some of my resources in the description. So if you want to check out more about Carl Jung, also probably an article on shadow work. So if you want more information, if you want to check those things out, you can. But let's hop into just what is your shadow? So our shadow is the psychological term for everything that we cannot see in ourselves. And let me just preface, it's very normal for us to want to protect or unacceptable in the eyes of society. And it's very difficult for us to even like acknowledge our own shadow. And the shadow is like, you know, our dark side and you know, consists of these impulses that we push down, like rage, envy, greed, selfishness, all that stuff. Whatever society has deemed as, like, unacceptable, especially early on in our childhood, we have just repressed that shit so far down that it has become part of the shadow. So, in other words, the personal shadow is the disowned self. And the shadow self doesn't even need necessarily to be just dark, bad things. It can be positive qualities too that we have learned, you know, might be unacceptable for some people. So we've learned to like repress those things too. So it can be positive qualities in some cases as well. And although we push down these parts of ourselves and we deny them in ourselves, they are still present. We didn't get rid of any of them. And from repressing them, they have become a part of our unconscious. And, you know, we can't eliminate the shadow, but we can integrate it into... And and problems can arise from failing to see your own shadow. And I know that's something I definitely went through and struggled with because I could not I did not have that reflective mindset to take a step back and to look within me and what was going on with me and I'll get into that a little bit later but yeah so all the unaccepted parts of ourselves all that you know all those repressed parts of ourselves they've just they're still there they're just outside of our conscious awareness and This repression of unwanted parts creates what psychologist Carl Jung called the personal shadow. So, when we repress our shadow, any of those 
repress, disown parts within us are going to, you know, kind of turn against us. They're going to try to hurt us. Kind of take over. It can kind of take control. It can take control of yourself. And it will try to operate on its own. And that's kind of how it goes undetected sometimes. And without full awareness, we don't even, like, recognize that our shadow is kind of taking control in some circumstances. Uh, There's been times where, you know, I've said things, I've done things that, you know, I regret that I didn't mean in the moment that weren't necessarily, like, voluntary, like, Things I really, really regret after, and it's like, Bryn, like, why did you freaking do that? So our shadows can really hurt ourselves and our relationships with other people. A lot of it is projection, so we project onto others anything that we're repressing within ourselves. And a lot of this, especially for me, you know, wasn't necessarily happening Technically, it's not happening consciously. We aren't aware of our projections. We're not aware of exactly what we're doing. Because, especially for me, like, if you're not, if you're failing to see your shadow, you're just failing to have, like, that self-awareness. And the reason why so many people talk about shadow work being so difficult which they are 100% correct in saying that because our egos use this mechanism of repressing everything to, you know, protect itself, to defend how it perceives itself. So in doing shadow work, we're saying, fuck the ego, we're trying to tear it down uh, because, you know, our psychological projections are really just distorting reality so obviously there's lots of benefits to doing shadow work like you know improved relationships obviously if you're able to accept darker parts of yourself it's way easier to accept the shadow of other people uh you know clear perception enhanced energy and physical health psychological integration maturity greater creativity. So I'm going to go into some of my tips that I have for doing shadow work. So the first one is let that shit go. Uh, This is a really vulnerable, difficult, and uncomfortable process. So if you can, please try and let go of being judgmental of yourself because this process is going to be really hard and it's going to be even harder to really delve into your shadow if you're just gonna be judgmental toward yourself. So my second tip is to give yourself a little love. Uh, If you've ever read The Four Agreements, which I'm assuming that a ton of you have, and if you haven't, read it. It's great. Uh, You know that an animal can make a mistake and realize what they've done, but they won't move on and then they're never going to make that mistake again whereas we make one mistake and we don't let ourselves hear the end of it we constantly think of our mistakes and shame ourselves for it and it will be really difficult to face this uncomfortableness if you're going to be hard on yourself and then tip number three 
is to create a reflective mindset. So you're able to look back at, you know, what you've written if you are into doing shadow work prompts, or you can just observe your thoughts, feelings, behaviors. And then the fourth tip is to be really honest with yourself. And this is so hard. Like, this process is not easy uh, to purposely, you're purposely making yourself feel very uncomfortable and your ego does not want to feel uncomfortable. It wants to stay in this little bubble of comfort. Your ego is repressing all those disowned parts. But if you really want to get into shadow work, if you really want to do this, you're going to have to tear your ego down a little bit. And doing that is really not easy. It's really hard. But stick with it. It will get better. I'm still working on it, but it does get better for me every day. And I know it will for you too. And now I just kind of want to get into how you do shadow work. Uh, Because I know a lot of people start with prompts and there's nothing wrong with prompts. I love prompts. That's how I started. Uh, But you don't have to start with prompts if you're not feeling that. Uh, You can start just by observing your emotional reactions and inner dialogue. Just by doing those things, you are practicing shadow work. You are becoming more self-aware And when you're more self-aware, you have a better chance of catching your shadow. Watch for any projecting. Watch yourself if you have said something or done done something you didn't mean. And you're wondering why. Just, you know, observe and recognize those thoughts and feelings. The best and, like, first thing you should be doing is just recognizing your feelings and then getting into why you're feeling that but just recognize it that's like the most important thing you can do for yourself and our shadow is just trying to hurt us and by repressing it we are just hurting ourselves but when we delve into it you know we can really get down to the root of things of why we do certain things why we say certain things so yeah I'm going to jump into my experience with shadow work because I really got into my spiritual journey because I realized something was not right within me. Uh, I did not feel like myself whatsoever. I just had this feeling and like I could tell like some of my actions, some of the things I I was doing or even saying, like I could tell that some of that I was doing was wrong but like I kept doing it so I didn't I didn't have the reflective mindset still to like really delve into that and I was a very angry person like it it was always easier for me to be angry and upset and but that's kind of how it was yeah so I wasn't happy with myself and other people were probably not too happy with me either which is perfectly understandable and I did want to just throw in here that I do go to therapy I've been in therapy for like eight years now but even you know and even when I was going to therapy back when this was happening I knew something was wrong within me but I couldn't even tell my therapist I didn't say anything 
because I was so embarrassed because I could still recognize like how ridiculous some of my behavior was and I knew I didn't like have like some great excuse for acting the way I was so you know it was just more comfortable with just continuing to press everything down my ego wanted to stay where it was my ego wanted to be comfortable and it was easier just to press that down so that's what I did Obviously, I wish I could have dealt with it sooner. I wish I would have said something sooner because I was, like, hurting people. And obviously, I was hurting myself big time. Like, I wish I could have just been, like, fuck my ego and, like, said something. But it also just didn't click with me at the time. And that's okay. I feel like so much of the time we're, like, oh, like, I wish I knew this then, then I could have done this. Like, you know, you always, like, wish that you knew or did something before something else, you know? And it's just, you know, everything happens for a reason. It just wasn't my time then, you know? It didn't click with me for a reason then. So, like, I'm not gonna beat myself up about it. Because I needed to give myself love and I needed to forgive myself. And I'm just grateful that it has clicked with me now. So I really started my shadow work with lots of prompts. I would just look prompts up online. And I actually had to go through something pretty difficult that, you know, pushed me to this realization and pushed me towards shadow work, which... You know, I'm very grateful for that now, but at the time, I was really going through it, and it was not easy at all. You know, I and I started off, I started doing, like, a prompt a day for at least, like, a month, and then I was like, okay, like, this has been super beneficial, like, I'm definitely evolving and growing and changing, but a prompt a day, this is a lot to do every single day. But I didn't want to force myself into do it, doing it every single day. And I encourage anybody that's, like, feeling, like, the pressure to, like, you know, respond to one of those prompts every single day. Like, you don't have to um, find what feels good for yourself because it's intense. Like, and to do that every single day, like, it's okay to just go through the process and just, like, love the process go at your own pace because there really is no rush. You know, I I remember at the beginning of this, I was like, hey, I'm gonna get this done. It's like, it's just not something that you get done. It's really just, you know, this is something I want to incorporate into the rest of my life. I don't ever plan on shadow work, like not being a part of my life. And I find this like really hard, just this topic to speak on in depth. Because, you know, it's very personal and about my personal experiences. But I think I've obtained such a better understanding about myself. I know why I do the things I do or I feel the way I feel. And in the past, something bad could have happened during my day. And I would just push all my emotions down right away. You know, I would have gone off and just started watching Netflix and like... I would think that I was dealing with it by watching Netflix, like I thought, because, you know, you're distracting yourself, so the anger, emotion, 
would just kind of go away, which obviously, because I'm distracted, but I was just like pressing it down. I thought I was letting it go. That's not letting it go. <laughs> like, like you can use Netflix later on once you've recognized that feeling and gone through the process of it a little bit, but just jumping right into something when you're trying, when you're like feeling a very strong emotion, you're just pressing it down. But yeah, so I'd like move on right away, try to forget about it. Uh, but then I'd end up like talking to somebody else like later in the day. And then I'd be like all like, you know, angry and upset and just have this attitude. And like I'd wonder why the other person would wonder why because it had like nothing to do with anybody else. It was like all about what was going on within me. And I never understood and it seems so obvious now. It's like, well, Bryn, like, this other thing happened to you earlier this day. Like, duh, you're upset still because you didn't work through it. So just learning about the roots of, like, what you're feeling and what you're going through is just so important with shadow work. But yeah, I'm way better at controlling how I react now. But I am still human, you know, and I think I used to get on myself a lot for that, especially when I was starting shadow work because it's just like, I thought I was just like not supposed to like feel angry or hurt ever. Like, I thought I was supposed to regulate my emotions so I would never feel anger and it's just like, no, I'm human. I'm going to feel these emotions. It's just the process of dealing with them in the right way. And the best thing you can do for yourself is to just recognize what you're feeling. And then from there, I will process it, think about it, let sit on it. And then I'll go do something to actually, like, let it go. Like, I literally did yoga the other day specifically for, like, letting it go. So, if there's... An activity like that that you're feeling instead of just <laughs> jumping into Netflix right away, go for it. No. So I do feel angry. I do feel hurt. I feel sadness. I feel all those things. But I can recognize why I'm feeling that way. And uh, if you take anything from this, um, that that's the most important thing. Just recognizing your emotions. That's where I think everybody should start. And if you're struggling with, you know, regulating your emotions or, you know, you're projecting onto other people and you don't know why, you know, just start recognizing it, your emotions, observing them. Because I was always, I was always so quick, like I've said, to push that down. And then I, you know, you carry that with you the rest of the day and, and the next day or maybe even the entire week or two weeks, a month. I don't know. But like we repress it. And until we get to the roots and, like, what we're feeling, like, it's gonna stick with you. If you have any more questions on this topic, if you want me to even get a little bit more personal, it's, <laughs> it's a, this is a very hard topic to get very personal about because obviously, you know, you know, deals with other people. So it's not always easy to be like, oh, well, I started feeling this emotion and getting angry about this and projecting onto other people because this happened in my childhood. Like, it's not easy to, like, I'm always open to hearing your questions. But I think I'm going to wrap this up. 
and leave you with a couple more thoughts. I decided I want to start leaving you with mantras that pertain to the specific topic of each episode. So today's topic was shadow work. So I thought I would leave you with a couple mantras about letting go so you can really delve into your shadow and feel some relief. The first one is, by releasing this, I find closure and comfort. The second one is, I am choosing what represents who I am now, not who I used to be. So yeah, thank you, you wonderful, beautiful, brilliant humans for taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode. Please DM me. <laughs> uh, my TikTok is loveyourexistence333. I would love to hear from you. I want to hear topic requests, you know, feedback on this, just anything, any questions. I will try to get back to you or make an episode on what you guys want to hear. So, yeah, fuck your ego. Be observant. <laughs> Give yourself a hug. And go do something safe that brings you some comfort and some joy. I love you guys. Until the next time.